In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, here I am sure that most of us have a nickname. Some might be cute, some weird, some cruel, but most of us has a nickname. Today in the church, we have another of those days with many names. First is called Low Sunday. In contrast, with the High Sunday of Easter. Then, Quasimodo Sunday, from the Latin Intrepid for today's internet, where we heard that, like newborn babes, we are to desire the spiritual milk of God's word in order to grow. Then today is sometimes called White Sunday, as those baptized at Easter were allowed to remove their white baptismal garments worn for the Paschal Octave for eight days as a symbol of purity and innocence. Today is also called Thomas Sunday, as we remember Saint Thomas in our Gospel reading. As we read, faith was not easy for Saint Thomas, but once he was assured, he went to the utmost in faith and obedience. Saint Thomas never lacked courage. When Lazarus was raised from the dead and Jesus said that he would go on to Jerusalem, Thomas said, let us with him that we may die with him. And we know that Saint Thomas was martyred in India many years later. He gave his life in witness to Christ, even if on the first Easter day, being absent, faith was not easy for him. The disciples, on the evening of the first Easter, were paralyzed with fear. Paralyzed by the Jews, paralyzed by the Romans. This was understandable given what they had seen. Jesus' arrest and trial, his death, the empty tomb, then the witness of Mary Madeleine that he was alive. They did not know what to make of all this. Suddenly, Jesus appeared in the midst and said, Peace be with you. Peace, not in the sense of freedom from troubles, but the peace, the comfort and joy 
that come only from giving your life to God. Protropis comes only from living with God. At first, the disciples failed to accept the resurrection and realize their implications for their own lives. Then Jesus was in their midst and they began to believe. Their fear turned to joy as faith overcame fear. Our epistle today tells us that our faith in Christ brings us to victory over the world. Victory over the world in rebellion against God. Jesus said, peace be with you. Then Jesus commissioned his disciples to continue his mission. He gave them the Holy Ghost to them that they could share good news, they could share peace, and Jesus gave them power to forgive sins. He gave them peace and joy based in the reality that we are not alone, but God is with us. God is with the church he has funded. The Holy Ghost was given then, but lay dormant until Pentecost, even as the Holy Ghost is given at our baptisms, but may be dormant until we give God free opportunity to guide, direct, and work through us and to help us grow. Saint Thomas was not with the others at first, and Saint Thomas doubted. But eight days later, the disciples were gathered together again, and this time Thomas was there. Again Jesus appeared, and again Jesus said, peace be with you. Thomas was no more to blame for his doubts than the others who also wanted proof. Jesus gave it to them. Touch me, he said. Do not be faithless, but believing. Thomas answered, my Lord and my God. He answered with acceptance and adoration. My Lord and my God. Beautiful acts of faith. Jesus, Thomas' eyes saw Jesus, resurrected Jesus, my Lord, but his faith, his heart, his intelligence, his mind saw Jesus as a second person of the Trinity. So, for those of us who don't know what to say when they pray, for those of, for those of us who, are, who, don't, who don't know 
what to say, how to pray during Mass, during elevation, just repeat in your hearts these words, my Lord and my God. Be not faithless, but believing. We know that many people today are troubled, perhaps confused about the question of faith. What does it mean to have faith? What does it mean to have a strong faith? Some people, if they have difficulty giving intellectual assent, most of the time because they have not studied or they have not been catechized properly, so if they have difficulty giving intellectual assent to what the church teaches, want to change the teaching of the church, we don't do that. We cannot do that. For we know the ways of God are often beyond our ability to understand and comprehend. Truth is not something that we make up, rather it is given to us by God. Instead of rattling down the truth, we are expected to live in the truth and to be challenged by it. God expects us to confront the truth, to engage it, to wrestle with it. God honors the struggle and helps us along the way. Some things, some, some things simply are hard to believe. That's true, like the resurrection. What does it mean to say that Christ rose from the dead? Certainly, it would be easier to think that Jesus rose into the memory of the church. And this stupid assertion is not from people out of the church. This stupid assertion that Jesus rose into the memory of the church at Easter is from the authority of the church. I don't want to give any name today, but it's from someone in the church. So that sort of easy, fuzzy, polite faith has no ability to cure, to save, and transform us to be what we are created to be. Because that is ultimately faith in ourselves and faith in our ability to reason rather than faith in God. Faith is different from knowledge. In the epistle to the Hebrews, we find faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
Faith is something deep inside us. It is basic. It is fundamental. It shapes the way we live. To say I believe that two plus two make four does not really affect the way we live. But to say I believe in God gives understanding, purpose, direction, and focus. It changes everything, especially when we believe in God who has revealed himself as our good and loving father, when we believe in the son who lived as a man, died and rose again for us, and when we believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life who continues to strengthen and guide us. To have a strong faith means that our lives are guided by these realities. If our faith is weak at times, there is no shame, it can happen, let us continue to search and struggle and strive to be like St. Thomas and seek to touch Jesus, to be shown the reality of God who suffered and died and rose again for us. St. Gregory the Great, and I want to say thank you to the one who forgot his or her book on St. Gregory the Great, Homily, because I was able to read that. St. Gregory the Great said that divine compassion brought it about in a wonderful way that when the doubting disciple, St. Thomas, touched the wounds in his master's body, he cured the wounds of our unbelief. St. Thomas' unbelief was of more advantage to our faith than the faith of the believing disciples. After his resurrection, Jesus allowed his disciples to doubt. But he did not desert him in his doubt. Our Lord said, Blessed are they who have not seen and yet have believed. St. Gregory continues, that person truly believes who expresses his belief in his works. In other words, and to sum up, we live by our faith. In faith, we are called to walk with God. In faith, we are called to talk with God, to trust, to receive God's many blessings, to grow and mature. In faith, we are called to show in our lives that truly Jesus is risen from the dead, for this is our faith. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.